Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Bryson Johnson. Hey, it's Taylor Dimitrov. And you're listening to the Betterment Podcast. So um, we actually, if you guys are wondering who is the uh, music, like what's the music that we've been playing for our intro over the last little while, I said it in, a, in an earlier episode, but I want to give a little bit of a shout out again. Uh, so my, my cousin Mateo is a producer. He puts together a lot of like R&B and rap music and stuff. He's a super, super talented dude. Love him very much, obviously. He's my first cousin. Um, and I love uh, him too. He's a, he's a very good dude. <laughs> and uh, definitely, if you're if you're someone that's into rap or you know someone that's into that type of style of music and you're looking to start, you know, recording, do your own stuff, get uh, get in touch with my cousin. His name's Matteo Perillo, or um, his uh, his other uh, production company thing is uh, Proceed Productions. So check them out on uh, Instagram uh, or get in touch with them on social media. So see ya. There it is. How's it going, my friend? How are how are you feeling so far? Oh, I'm cozy. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's a little like toasting here today, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, had my tea, feeling good. Yeah. Um, it's good tea. Time. Yeah, feel all, like snuggled in. This is this is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is a, this is a big thing for us. It might not be a big thing uh, for you guys or whatever, but this is our tenth episode, and that's actually pretty cool considering the fact that we like had this idea. We started just getting going on it. Didn't yeah. think too much about it. We're at the tenth episode, like that's that's pretty tight. That's, that's pretty, pretty tight. wild. Um, yeah. so we we basically made the plan at like pretty sure like episode six, whenever our last like recording yeah. thing was, uh, was to do an episode, um, for number ten. We wanted to do an episode on both of our personal stories and give you guys a little more perspective as to where we come from, um, mm-hmm. some of our deeper darker times and uh why we're here today doing what we're doing so that's what we're going to be doing so we're half of it's going to be about uh one of our stories and the other half's going to be about the other person's stories and uh we're just going to kind of like interview ourselves and uh give give each other just like ask questions about different things or whatever so yeah no like i feel like we've we've done a fun job like throughout the podcast just telling you about our lives and and filling you in on just personal stuff as 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 we are going um but yeah we want to get a little bit deeper with you guys just to really really let you in yeah so this might this might be a little bit of a longer podcast probably hopefully over 30 minutes but right hopefully it'll be be it's probably gonna be like a six hour podcast um Mm, right just just sit there (laughs) all day i don't want to talk about me for six hours no that'd be horrible i don't even talk about myself for six minutes like god Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, alrighty, so we might as well get into it. Who wants to? Who wants to start? Do you want? To, do you want me to start? You start. Ooh, do you want to do rock paper scissors? Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. Okay. So yeah. wait, do you do like rock paper scissors shoot? Yeah. So we do like ba, 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 rock paper scissors. Blah blah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Gravy. Okay. okay. So it's, it's not like rock paper scissors explosion or rock like any of that. Crap wait. What? Uh, wait. Yeah. Of course. There's like. No, 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 There's no. meteor. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm making this up. <laughs> Classic here. Okay. Okay. Shit. Rock, Rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. Okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. We're having Rock. a really hard time doing this right now. Okay. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Ooh, Ooh. That's so, me. So, like... Yeah, he got scissors. Okay, the first time we, because I guess it doesn't make sense because you can't see it. No, you but cannot see it. <laughs> first time was a rock. <laughs> then he shot out the scissors. I should have stayed with rock, but I went paper. And you know what they say? Paper wraps scissors like a present. So yeah, I think you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will go first. Um, it's actually a good point that he said there really quick before we get into this. 
Uh, you guys cannot see what we're doing right now physically with our bodies. For all you know, we could be talking with no clothes on. We are having... We the, are. We do have the clothes. Yeah, clothes are on. They are on right now. <laughs> um, but uh, we do plan on actually recording these episodes because we want to start doing a YouTube channel as well uh, with a lot of different other things along with um, showing video of our podcast as well because we want to be able to have different outlets for people to find our stuff. Um, not just with the audio, but also with the, vis- uh, the visual and stuff as well. Um, so, uh, we're lo- really looking forward to that. Ob- like, we're only, th- only three weeks in, so it sounds, this episode, when you hear it, it's gonna seem like we're a lot further along, but yeah. we actually have recorded this, like, we've recorded a lot of stuff in a short period of time, because we want to have a lot of content as yeah. soon as we start. Um, and we're gonna be figuring out a, a drop time for this, this episode, like, for our actual podcast tonight, so. Yeah. It's gonna be, uh, pretty sweet, so, by the time you hear this, we'll have dropped, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, congratulations. So, my friend. Yes. Your story. Where do you want to start? My story. Uh okay, yeah, let's 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 go way back to the old time machine here. Um so I think for me, um it's gonna even start when I was a kid, like a like a child. Okay. What do we got? Oh no, we're good. Okay. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> I was just checking. Um, no, I was just I was just checking my uh, skip order. We're actually sixteen minutes away from uh, actually getting food. Ooh, yummy. Right. Yeah. In the last episode. See, this is what we're talking about. Like, we're talking about recording multiple things in one night. Yep. This is still the same night, and we're still waiting on that skip to D. Still waiting. Went through one full episode that was over 30 minutes uh, long. Like, for you guys, you're waiting a whole week for this order. Yeah. (laughs) And it's taken a while. And then after this episode, when I'm eating it, I'm going to tell you guys on the next next episode, which you'll hear the week after, about how it was. Yeah, totally. I'm going to talk about how my Wendy's dinner was man there's so many cliffhangers in this i I love it i know yeah so i have uh i have uh tech deer is on the way to wendy's so currently the dude that's going to be delivering my stuff is on his way to wendy's beautiful and then we'll be oh just at 15 minutes Ooh, yummy okay anyways let's (laughs) right (laughs) sorry for the jibber jabber yeah okay here we go so so yeah for me it started when i was a kid um and kid i'm saying like i don't know whatever like seven or eight um and so I had a very um, normal childhood, I guess you could say. So my family um, actually came here from Austria. So not Australia. Um, I wish I was that hardcore, but um, I don't have things trying to kill me all the time. Um, it's do you, do you remember being like in Australia? Do you remember that? No, like time uh, so, like I was never I was never born there. Um, okay. But like my so my grandparents came. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah, sorry. And um, yeah, so so every like my family that's here, it's just a very small group of us because everyone else is in Austria. Oh. Um, so so anyways, so I was a kid and I had a very, you know, normal childhood in the sense of like, you know, you go to your grandparents place and whatever and, and things were good. And I have actually a lot of very good memories from that time. Um, and then unfortunately, when I was, uh, yeah, like seven or eight, um, my grandmother passed away from cancer. Um, and so it was just one of the things where like, she like didn't know really know about it and then um it kind of like got worse obviously and then like it moved like all over her body and then you know she she passed away so at that point i think that's kind of when things started um because i was like this was one of the first times i was introduced to death and not really shown how to uh manage those emotions Oh, okay. And so, um, so like, you know, a couple of years go by and I'm still like not really dealing with any of this stuff. And then my grandfather passes away. Um, and, and then I just like, after that, it was just kind of like nonstop people dying in my life. 
Um, and there's, I like, I've attended more funerals than I can count. Um, and it's not a good thing. Um, but so there was all these things that was happening to me as a kid. And this isn't a fault of my folks, um, but, like, you know, they're obviously dealing with their own stuff as well. Um, it was just, like, it was one of those things that we, like, never talked about. Yeah. So I was never really shown how to um, deal with any of this stuff. Which is unfortunate growing up, right? Like, we have a lot of, like, everyone goes to that moment where you can't always talk about stuff with your family. Some people don't even say they love each other. Like that's Yeah, no, for sure, right? It's a family thing that happens. You know? Yeah. So, uh, fast forward to, um, like high school when, um, I was like, I guess all these things were kind of starting to bottle up and maybe start spewing out a little bit where I was really starting to, um, get really low and down and depressed on like, and, and how I saw myself, like I, I had a horrible image of myself, mm-hmm. um, couldn't say a single positive thing about myself, um, and was really, really struggling with like suicidal thoughts and self-harm and all these things but on the outside i was this like happy perfect kid um no one knew that i was going through this stuff um because i didn't want you to know and i was so specific about um who i let in and i was very i was honestly like a very scary dangerous type of a person that like i didn't let anyone in um, because I didn't want to like upset people or, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's not a good thing. Um, and it wasn't till <laughs> this is one of those things where like, I say that I slip up, but it's, it's kind of like, a. I think at one point you want help. Right. Yeah. Um, where I was making, um, like even statuses on social media that I didn't think were a big deal at a time. And, and I know I mentioned this on a podcast before, but then, you know, a lot of people reached out to me, which was fantastic. But it was really, it came to a point where I was, like, um, trying to go for help, like, through therapy and trying all these things um, because, like, people were starting to notice stuff about me and I was trying to get this help. Um, But just with, like, a change of, like, meds and and other stuff, I had this one really, really low moment where I was, like, hallucinating for a while. Like, I was hearing things and, um, yeah, I guess, like, just thoughts got so bad that I I was really considering ending my life. Um, and so it was, it was, it's so weird to think back that that was like me, mm-hmm. um, because I always had this other voice in my head that was just like, really, that's, that's not what you really want to do. Like, even though it feels like it and it's so overwhelming and, and these are a thing that, you know, it feels like this could be an option. You really, really don't want to do that. Yeah. And, um, so, I mean, obviously I didn't because, uh, here we are. Um, and it's, it's actually funny because tomorrow, um, so it'll be October 4th and that's the day when I decided that like, I'm going to better myself and never go backwards. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. So how many, how many years is that since you made that I think it's going to be like seven years at this point. So it's been a while. It's a weird timing. It's pretty cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I, I've honestly lost track, but I think it's around there. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, so, so it's um, like, I mean, I'm skimming over a lot of stuff, but like it was, yeah, a really dark place, a really bad time. And then basically I was just like, I need to do something different. Um, and I remember like actually taking, you know, therapy and stuff like that seriously because, um, because with that whole mask thing and, and making like not letting anyone in, I also had to drop that <laughs> I had yeah. to be like, let's take this seriously and let's like actually let people in to fix these things. Um, 
because I found like I didn't have any motivation in life. I didn't have any motivation to do anything, but mm-hmm. this weird spark hit me where I was like, um, I have motivation to like save my own life yeah. and, and I'm not doing anything but that right now. And, uh, yeah, so I just focused on that for, for years and got myself to a place where I need to be. And not saying that that was easy or not saying that I didn't have hiccups along the way because I made a lot of really bad, um, decisions in that time, even in my recovery. Um, like we all do. Like we all do. Yeah. And, and, um, it's, it's interesting now a days where I'm even connecting with people in that period where I was trying to get better. Mm. And I'm even like kind of not reaching out, but like something is like connecting us in ways. And I'm trying to make amends for those things to being like, Hey, I was in a really dark place. I was trying to get better. Um, but I didn't have everything in check now. And I'm sorry if I hurt you. And, and I never intended that. Um, it's not an excuse. But it's also just like, you know, these weren't my intentions and um, just trying to, I don't know, rebuild some of these bridges that maybe I burned. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Well, I, like, I have a question, too, because I, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm curious because, I mean, I have heard your story. I like we have we've talked about a lot of things like one on one type of thing. Yeah. Um, But for our audience, um, I want to know. So with your experience that you went through, is that is that what kind of inspired you to want to jump into the the mental health world and go to school for all that sort of sort of stuff? Like that was totally. what got yeah. you into it? Yeah, I mean like there were so many people that um helped me or tried to help me along the way. And at a certain point I was like, I wanna give some of this back. You know, like there's so many folks that, you know, did um, so many great things for me that I, I would love to be that type of a person for someone else. And so, yeah, yeah I was just one day, like, I'm going to start a project and, and put young folks that were like in my situation and, um, put them into bands and, and write songs and, and basically use like the, my music background, um, to help them as well with, with stuff that they're going through. Um, yeah. So, so no, I just, that was a whole huge thing of getting into the line work that I, that I'm in is that, yeah, want to, like, it started with wanting to give back. Um, and now it's just wanting to like keep helping people because I don't know, we, we all have dark times mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and I love to make the point that you don't have to be where you were and, and what, what you were in and the decisions that you made don't have to, um, follow you. Like you can change all of that. And it's, it's so interesting how like I was a completely different person in high school and I was a completely different person even uh, after high school a little bit mm-hmm. and meeting with people from my past. It's, it's interesting to be like, Hey, I know that I was a certain way, but I'm like a full 180. Um, 180. I know I said that weird. Eh? <laughs> I, I said, as I said that I was I'm like, full, uh, 394, full, like 14, you know, 4,260, um, no, no, that, that makes, I definitely get that though. Like you're, you are, you have grown, you have changed, yeah. and you're just letting people know, like, yo, you might have known me when I was like 16, 17, where I was going through this, and I had this, yeah. and this, but I'm not that dude anymore. Like, you know, totally. And and you make those changes in like how you interact with people. Like, I am, I fully believe in complete honesty now. I let every, like people know everything about me because I don't want to hide anything. No, and you're transparent. Um, you like it's good thing. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, so that's kind of where I'm at these days is just being super open and honest and having those connections and, um, yeah, letting people in because it feels good, even though it can be scary. It feels good sometimes. Sharing your story is a big yeah. thing, though. 
I think I think that's super important. And the fact that you have given that energy from everything you went through as a as a small child to little, where little you baby. are now, you know, is I think a, a huge deal because it allows you to use something that I that I always say is like using your pain to give other people strength and stuff. And that's yeah. that's a huge thing because, you know, that's that's the power that a lot of human beings have, you know, is is having the ability to give yourself that vulnerability in order to give other people that strength that they need in order to get through what they are going through. And the fact that you have gone through so much and are still considering yourself, you know, in a place where you want to help them and you want to be there for them and, and stuff like you could have, you could have easily just turned into a person where you're just very sour and you're like, Oh, I went through a bunch of dark times and you know, like screw everyone else. Cause I mean, I went through dark times and it was hard for me, you know, they should be hard for them too or something, you know, like, right. It's not how it should be. Um, and that's, you know, I, I totally, I totally respect that. And like, I already, I already talked about how much I, I love this man, but it's just so nice. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's cool to be able to hear that because, you know, the reason why we do this podcast, the reason why we do what we do is because we want to make a difference. We want to share in, uh, the positivity in other people's lives and we want to be able to give more to those people. And I think that your story resonates with a lot of people where, you know, they, they're using, um, I'd like to hope there's there's people that are listening to us that are that are in the mental health world and stuff as well that you know they've everyone's gone through something some sort of trauma some sort of really dark time in their life and they've used that as inspiration to get them through what they've been going through in order to get what they are now and to and to you know help those people out in certain ways you know so I highly respect that well thank you, you know? and I mean yeah for me it's I I want people to feel that you know they're not alone in this because. It's it's very easy to feel like you're fighting this stuff by yourself, um, and I just hope that what we're doing tonight is that you know people can feel like maybe they can relate to someone else, and that they can feel like you know they are um, they're a part of something bigger. So yeah, so I just want to thank you guys for that too. For sure, and I mean the the thing is too is that like when we're going through a hard time, we need to be able to hear the other side of things. We need to be able to hear, you know. I mean, it's just, it's nice to be able to hear other people's stories. It's nice to be able to hear other people's, you know, their own experiences and everything too. So I, I, I personally, I highly believe that being able to talk about your stuff and being in a position where you can surround yourself with people that are actually willing to listen. That's huge, right? Like that's, that's, that's huge. Yeah. It's just, we're, we're talking about like building community, right? Like that's, that's kind of the whole point. It's just getting together and just shooting the breeze and, and yeah, connecting with one another, right? Exactly. And that's that's why we're here, you know, to connect with the homies, to connect with everyone here that, that wants to listen to this stuff. Um, we've said this a million times before. We're not therapists. We're not, you know, people that are, that are telling you the clinical side of mental health. We're just talking about stuff that we have learned ourselves uh, through different trainings that we've been through, uh, different stuff that we've done ourselves. And uh, just give our best perspective and our most honest, you know, non-biased opinion about about what it is that, you know, is in the mental health world and along with many other things. Um, so fun fact, my uh, my skip the dishes order did come in. It was uh, pretty good. We had some Wendy's. We took a little break from the uh, from the podcast. So if you hear any sort of like weird blip in the in the middle of the audio or whatever, that's what you know. We took a little break. I'm going to like try my best to edit it as possible so you wouldn't be able to know. But yeah, <laughs> yeah if you hear something, that's that's what that's all about. <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty funny because we were originally trying to like keep the podcast going because the, the dude came in like he came to the house right in the middle of when we were talking. 
and we were like trying to like build it up. We're like, okay, so now he's coming, and then like he didn't show up right away, and yeah, it just didn't it took work a, out. it took a lot longer than we realized. So we were just like, nah, screw it, we'll just cut it out. So yeah, <laughs> so here we are. Um, well, thank you for sharing that, my friend. I really appreciate yeah. you doing that, and I mean, I know why you're here. So you know, just the best. That's awesome. So I think that means though that now it's your turn. Oh, that's true. Um, I have to do my radio voice for that. I guess it's time for you. <laughs> oh, that's like a spooky, <laughs> scary one. It is. Um, <clears throat> I guess for me, where it all starts off is, um, I believe, in elementary school. Um, I come from a really good family. Um, I'm half Italian, half Icelandic. So I, um, I, I've always come from a really large family. I have a, I have a, a beautiful uh, set of parents. Uh, I have a sister. I have a lot of cousins who I consider my other siblings because we're very, very close um, on both sides of my mom and you know my mom and dad's side. Uh, I have a lot of aunt, aunts and uncles and everything. And I had, I had um, before last year, I had you know um, four grandparents and everything like that. And then last year I had two, and then they both passed away within six months, and it was uh, it was tough. But but anyways, um, so I've always come from a really positive family, a really really good, loving, supportive family, and for me the problems that I dealt with were very much around school and I didn't feel like I was welcome. Um, I didn't feel like I was a part of, of what I was doing with, with anyone in my class. Like I didn't feel very close to a lot of people. I didn't feel connected to what I was, who I was hanging out with, what I was doing in school. And I just always felt like a bit of an outsider and I got bullied here and there for different things. Like if I was, if I was ever to do something a little bit different than everyone else, I was always the dude that got made fun of for it. Whether, whether like, three other people had done it before. Like if I was that dude, if I was part of those three people that were doing it, I was the guy that was going to get made fun of for it, you know? So, I mean, I dealt with everything from like, I remember when uh, highlights were a thing in your hair and I'd like get, I got made fun of for kids said like, Oh, you pissed in your hair and stuff. And you know, just, just things Classic. that really didn't even matter. Yeah. Like so many people, cause that was like the early two thousands or whatever. So that was the thing. And I remember how stoked I was. I got I got my mom to do it, and uh, like nice. I was I was really excited about it. And kids made fun of me for it. I was like, I still to this day do not understand why I got made fun of before it. Um, but it was always that way. Like I could never just be myself, and it was it was really hard growing up because everything that I did to try and be myself in one way or another got made fun of, you know. And like uh, I got made fun of for the sports that I really liked. Uh, I got made fun of for the music that I that I listened to. Um, and then in high school. Um, I started trying to, uh, you know, get into my own little style of thing. So I was wearing like the slimmer jeans and I was wearing like the band shirts and um, I had the really long hair, but I was also like straightening it in certain ways because I, I just, right. that was the thing to do. Oh yeah. And, um, you know, I, I got made, I, just, I got bugged, you know, I got like, I got like heavily made fun of, especially I remember the first day coming to school, for instance, in high school, this is the 10th grade. I remember the day before um, I'd gone in to, um, I can't remember what, but uh, it wasn't Value Village. It was one of those other type of like uh, thrift shops, thrift shop type of yeah. things. And I was looking for a good slim pair of jeans, like not like not like skin tight, but I wanted something that was slim. Yeah. And uh, you know, because that was that was a thing that wasn't you know a big deal back then. So I was like, no, nah, I want to get my own pair of jeans. Like that's cool. And uh, so I remember I, I told my mom why I think I heard about you know um, wherever the heck it was. I can't remember what it was. Um, where they have these pair of jeans, you can get it for really cheap. Like you just have to go and find them. Like it was one of those thrift shop type of things where you had to like go th searching through like 90 different pairs of like crate, like a million different brands to find like one pair of pants that yeah. actually work. And, 
I don't know how the heck I found them, but I found one pair of like super nice slim. And to this day, they're one of the nicest pairs of, mm. of jeans that I've ever worn. Like super nice, um, nice, uh, nice quality, super like, I don't know. They're, they're stretchy and everything like that. Oh yeah. Um, I ended up ripping, ripping the crotch a couple of years ago. And I think my, uh, I think my mom threw them out or whatever, which oh. I'm not too pleased about, but that's no, the saddest day ever. <laughs> oh man. Those are, those are my first pair of, of, of uh tight pantaloons and like i always wanted to hold on to those as like you know they're 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 super comfy pants too and i'm I'm just yeah. i'm really bummed i don't have them but um so yeah i bought those jeans and i remember i was just like i was so excited to get them i was just like man tomorrow i get to start my life as like you know being more myself and i can like wear these cool things i can start like a new identity or whatever you know and this was right at the start of the school year and i remember i uh i got to school and like literally i walked into my school and I remember I was like I got in the bus and I was super nervous and I remember I just like I was like thinking the whole time like holy crap like here I go like it wasn't it, it was weird because like <clears throat> talking about it it's like it's just a pair it was just like a pair of jeans I was wearing I was wearing stuff that was just like a little bit different than what I was doing but for me like I've been made fun of for doing every anything that I want to do for you know myself my entire life so for me putting on a pair of jeans seems really stupid to a lot of people but to me, it was super scary because I knew I was going into, you know, I was going under the radar now. I was giving someone like something for people to make fun of for. Because before, like in like when I was in the ninth grade and stuff, people didn't bother me that much. Like life was pretty easy for the most part. I just went through my day and I, I dressed pretty normally and everything was fine. The only thing I changed when I started dressing a little bit more like off to the side than other people. I didn't, I didn't start like wearing wearing like anything crazy. I didn't like wear like eyeliner and, and the black nails and stuff like the traditional TV emo kid or something does. <laughs> sure. Um, but I was considered an emo kid. So I showed up to, uh, to school that day. And I remember going down to the basement and, uh, walking to the, the cafeteria and kids just started railing in on me. Like this one kid came up to me like that I've known for like most of my life, just pointing things out that it like, he was making fun of my shirt, my pants, my everything. It was just super embarrassing. Like, cause it, for me, it was like, when people hear the story, like I've had people who have made fun of me for this story about me talking about a pair of jeans, like, oh, so you got made fun of for a pair of jeans. No, 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 no. I didn't, I didn't just get made fun of. Like I literally got severely bullied to the point where I was like outcasted by people. Like people, like I would walk down the hallways and there'd be like 50 people on either side of the walls waiting to get into class. And they'd be like laughing at me, pointing at me. Like I'm at, like, I don't even, I don't care who you are and, and what type of thing you've gone through. If you've ever been in a position where you are having multiple groups of people pointing at you and laughing and making fun of you, uh, like as already an insecure teenager to begin with, like that's hard. Like that's, that's a damaging type of thing to do yeah. to go through and everything, you know? So, um, that experience ended up putting me in front of the radar where now kids had it felt like they had the right to to bully me like hardcore so i had like i had kids that like physically tried to hurt me and like i had kids that like you know very much like tough and tried to like bother me there was one dude that literally followed me for like two years straight in that school where he just like made my life a living hell and it was it was it was really rough and i i tried to transfer schools i tried to do all sorts of things and it was really rough for me and eventually everything kind of like dissipated uh, I learned how to deal with it. And by grade 12, I just stopped associating with people in my school because people didn't stand up for me. People weren't there for me. And like, I would have times where kids would literally mock me in front of my, in front of groups of friends of mine and no one would say a word. And I'd be like, did you guys not just see what happened? And they're like, oh, what? Like, no one cared. So I was, I felt very alone. I felt very much like I was always in my own battle. I always felt like, like no one really cared. And then when I got out of high school, I had like this insecurity where now, 
not only did I feel like an outsider, but everyone else around me was figuring out stuff that they wanted to do with their life. So they were doing stuff like going to school, getting jobs and, and, and doing things that were bettering themselves in, in the form of education and everything else. And I remember when people were asking me what I want to do with the rest of my life, I had no idea. I remember when we were sitting in class and we were getting ready to like put together university type of stuff and everything. And I'm sitting there, you know, people are talking about how they want to become lawyers and doctors, physiotherapists, you know, dentists, whatever. And people are looking at me going like, yo, like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't have a clue. Like, I don't have any idea. And the fact that we, as a, as a society, ask people at the age of 16, 17 to, cre- to create a life for themselves at that age, like, here, here you go. You're 17 years old. You know, make a choice that is going to last you for 40 to 50 years until you retire. Like, that's that's so. There's so much pressure that goes into that, and so many kids um, that felt. I know there's been there's so many kids out there that have felt just like me, where you're sitting there and you're just like, holy crap, all the pressure is on me now because I feel like I have to make this choice now, or else it's going to affect the rest of my life. And so for me, when I got out of high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So then, you know, in my insecurity, I just didn't do anything. I I just completely hid away from being an adult in like the making adult choices, and I just screwed around. So I was in a band. I, I, you know, I got to tour. I got to do a whole bunch of really cool things. And I don't regret those times, but it was also a very like dark time for me too, because I, I was really starting to struggle in, uh, I guess my own, my own insecurities were coming out in it even more because all the things I hadn't dealt with as a kid, all that anger and, um, all those like negative emotions that I, that I didn't deal with when I was younger were coming up a lot more as a, as an adult. And it was getting really hard for me to, uh, to struggle with that because my emotions were just like overtaking me. So, um, yeah, so I was like 21, like 2021, I went to university, uh, did not like it. I went to, I went originally to like to become a police officer. I was going to go into like psychology and do all that sort of thing. And I just, I did not like university whatsoever. So I remember finishing up university that year and being like, crap, now what? You know, so I went back to the drawing board for a couple of years and I was still trying to find myself. And I was going through this really dark period where I just didn't really know who I was. And it wasn't until probably around 2015, 16, where I really started to focus in on who I wanted to be and and really focus in on dealing with those emotions that I had gone through for so long. Because I'd, I'd gone through really negative relationships, friendships. Um, I dealt with a lot of things where, you know, I, I'd gotten bullied for so long. Um, so I had been, I'd been put in this position where I just, I always felt anger towards other people. And so what I had to start doing was taking responsibility for the things that had happened in my life. So I started really taking responsibility for my own actions, started not pointing the finger at other people. And instead looking at myself and going, what can I do to change myself and and my mindset towards what I've been going through and stuff, you know? So, um, around 2015, 2016 was when I first started making that change. I started reading more. I started to like you know, expanding my mindset towards, you know, other opportunities in my, in my life and other things. Um, and it wasn't until 2016, uh, in June of basically like last year, um, uh, where my, uh, I'd gone through a three month process of watching my grandmother pass away. And, uh, for, I mean, everyone lose grandparents and stuff. And it's not like my situation was any, anything abnormal. It was just, for me, it was just, it was, it was a very changing time in my life because, I'd gone through a really dark period where I I had to watch this woman who I love tremendously. This is like my second mother right there. And I had to watch her deteriorate from a healthy person to then someone that couldn't even, you know, talk. She was unconscious most of the time and 
Um, she'd had like, like multiple seizures and strokes and all sorts of just, just really bad things. Her body was slowly just deteriorating. Um, and on June 9th of 2016, we got a call from, uh, their, uh, her nursing home and, um, they were saying that like it was her time to go. And we'd already gotten calls a couple of different days throughout like this past time where they thought it was going to be your time and that she didn't like, she was just a super strong woman and she kept on hanging on. And, um, I remember we went there that morning we spent like three, three hours with her. I was holding her hand the entire time beside the bed and, uh, ended up, um, she passed away that morning when we were with her and it was a really, really hard time for me. Cause I remember, um, we left the room for like five minutes. The nurses asked her to like, asked us to leave the room. And, uh, when we got back in, um, all my aunts and uncles and like my, my mom and stuff were crying. And, uh, and I was like, what the heck's going on? And my mom's like in tears and she's like, she's gone, Bryce, and she's gone. And uh, I look over at the at the uh, the bed right beside me on like my right side here or whatever. And um, yeah, my grandma's just gone. I saw like her mouth is wide open, no color left on like on her body or whatever. It just it was the worst thing to see ever. Just like someone that you love so much just completely just like disappear. And I've never been that close to someone that's passed away, especially like, that fat. Like I've never been in front of a dead body where literally two seconds ago it was alive and now that person is no longer there. like it was it was a, it was a very 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 creepy moment for me but it was also kind of uh it was more so just a sad moment because obviously it was just my grandmother so i wasn't creeped out or weirded out by like someone being not alive there it was just like that was my grandma so i remember going through that process um with losing my grandma and i remember thinking to myself like what am i doing with my life that is making me you know, creating a legacy for my life that when people, you know, when it's my time to go and people are saying their goodbyes to me, just like we were saying our goodbyes to my grandmother, you know, like, what are they going to remember me most for? And I started really, really identifying what were my strengths and what exactly it was that I want to do with my life. And that was by losing my grandmother. That was, it was, it was as much as it was an awful situation. It was also a blessing because it allowed me to really look inside myself and see who I wanted to be. And so after my grandmother passed away, um, uh, what was it called? My, uh, my girlfriend at the time and I, we actually broke up and there was just a bunch of different things that were changing my life in, in, uh, different ways. And that was just how life was going. It wasn't a big deal. Like, like it sucked obviously, but I was taking it in stride. And, um, so around June of, of, uh, 2016, I started writing my first book and then, um, in around, uh, September, October, uh, time frame of 2016, I started recording um, a spoken word that I want to do for my grandmother. And we recorded a really nice video for her. Um, that's actually on my Facebook page. If you ever want to go and check it out, it's literally pinned to the top of my page. You can always see it or whatever. So it's like it's kind of like a music video type of style thing, but it was it was meant for um, in memoriam of uh, my grandmother and just like what I was feeling at that time. And uh, in December 2016, I got the chance to publish my first book. April 2017, I published my first book and I it, it did really well. And and uh, I started just really focusing on the fact that I wanted to do bigger things for my life. So that's where the idea for come, having my book and then wanting to go and talk in schools and stuff and then start my own business and everything else. And so different things happened because I started really realizing like as I got older that I was not living the life that I wanted to live. I wasn't happy with the way I was, I was living my life and losing my grandmother made me kind of, you know, get that kick in the butt that I needed in order to realize that. And so it was, uh, it was a hard thing for me to go through, but it was also, it allowed me to grow very much so. And it's the reason why I'm here today. It's the reason why I am, you know, like the reason why we started doing this podcast, the reason why, you know, I've, I've gone into schools and talked to people, the reason why I wrote my, my damn book and everything else. And, 
Um, the reason why I continue to do what I do is because I realized a long time ago that if I don't do something with my life, if I don't do something with a purpose that really matters to me, I don't have a reason to be here. And my reason to be here is for the people that are listening to this, for the people in my family that struggle through stuff, the people that I care about that struggle through different things. And the fact that I'm able to share my pain to give other people strength. That's the reason why I started doing what I'm doing. And I will continue to do that until, you know, the day that I decide to leave this world type of thing. Because at the end of the day, to me, like I said before, if we're not, if we're not living a life of purpose and, and growing each and every single day, you know, then we're dying because we don't really have anything going for us. We're just kind of chilling there and not doing much, you know, and, and growth can come from any number of things, just about, you know, expanding your horizons, doing things that matter. And for me, I went from in a situation where I had never accomplished anything in my professional, quote unquote, professional life. And, um, you know, now I'm in a position where I've accomplished some really cool things and I'm just stuff that I'm really, really proud of. And it's because the fact that I, I put myself in that situation where I didn't allow myself to be taken down by other people. And that's what had happened throughout my entire life was that I let other people's opinions of me um, what they were going to think of me determine whether or not I was going to do something. And that was really hard for me to deal with and really a big struggle for my life for the majority of it and something I had to come to terms with. And I mean, even when I was doing everything that I've done so far, I, I got met with tremendous criticism from people that knew me because they, they thought I was maybe too, I, they thought I thought I was too good for them now, or they didn't agree with the fact that I was putting out a book like, because I'm just some random millennial that was in a bar band or whatever, whatever people said. And it's like, at the end of the day, you know, like I did, I did all these things because I wanted to help people. I wanted to do, I'd wanted to do something that was big for me. I wanted to do something that, that meant a lot to me. And that's why I do what I do. And, and, uh, I know that's why Taylor does what he does because, you know, we decided that we want to make a change for ourselves despite the things that we had gone through. And, um, that's one thing I want to tell you guys, you know, like the people that are listening, um, sharing your story is a big deal. Sharing, sharing the things you've gone through is a big deal because despite what you may think, there are a lot of people that need to hear what you have to say. There are a lot of people out there that care a lot about the things that you have to say. And there's always someone out there that can relate with your story in a positive way. You know what I mean? Like there's always people that will have gone through similar situations and can relate in a positive way where they can say, man, like I was through that. I went through that too. And you can, you know, give kind of like that bro hug and be like, you know, I get that. I've been there. I'm here for you. And that's the greatest part about sharing your story. And yeah, you might get met with criticism. I was definitely met with a lot of criticism for my, for my, you know, ability. Like for me, sharing my story was a huge deal. And to have that backlash was very, it was, it was obviously it was very hard for me. It was super troubling to, to see that, you know, I'd lost like 95% of the people that I'd considered friends. But at the same time, it also just, it was a good thing because when you have those that type of negativity come your way, especially when you're just doing something that's that's supposed to be positive, people kind of just filter themselves out of your life. And that's that's a beautiful thing too. So the more you share your story, the more you try to help people and not in a way where you're trying to like guilt people into feeling sorry for you or something, but just like in a way where you're talking about stuff that means a lot to you. You know, you're allow you allow yourself to really filter out the people that are not there to support you and you get to filter in the people that actually are there and, and are supposed to be there in your life. And, um, I'm living proof of that because I'm, I'm in, uh, the company of a man that came into my life when I needed him because his friendship was someone that I definitely needed in my life. And, you know, there's only, there's only certain people that have come around in the last year where, 
they, you know, they actually stuck around and actually like showed true friendship because I lost the majority of the people that I considered, you know, quote unquote friends. But it also made me realize what true friendship and what real relationships with people are all about because I shared my story and I got out there and I became super vulnerable and gave everyone basically the worst of my uh, <laughs> worst of everything I gone through and. I'm trying to make uh, Taylor blush over there just a little bit. But. Well, it's happening. And I was, I was going to say, you know, share your story and then I'll become your friend. <laughs> that was the message there. And I mean, we want to make more friends and we that's just, why that's we have this. And, you know, like, uh, like I said, I've, I said this every single episode, but we really, really appreciate you guys for listening in on, uh, on our show. And, um, you know, us sharing our, our story today, as much as it is, it is very like short, um, sides of, of the, whole picture yeah um we hope that it, by giving ourselves a little bit more of uh you know that um transparency you guys can hopefully feel a little bit more of a connection to what we do and understand more of what we do because you know taylor and i both have different stories but we come to the same conclusion that we want to do stuff positively to help other totally. people um so like i said i really appreciate you guys uh you know we both really appreciate you guys listening and, and taking yeah. your time to take all the stuff in and <laughs> listen to us sometimes talk about really important stuff and other times just stuff that really <laughs> you don't really want to hear yeah. but maybe you do hopefully it makes you laugh hopefully that's that's what we're here because i because i know that sometimes we get a little silly but we do it on purpose because yeah we don't want our, our podcast to be all just like like silly like like i don't know all silliness or all seriousness we want right. to have stuff that has entertainment with it along with stuff that's also informative because there's stuff that we care about and just sometimes we just literally record us having normal conversations that we would have whether the, the mics were on or off. You know totally. what I mean? And, and I think that's a prime example of like exactly of how we are and who we are is that, yeah, sometimes we like to just shoot the breeze and have a have a good laugh or two. And sometimes we, we talk about some serious, real stuff. And mm-hmm. that's that's good, too. We're serious people when we need to be like when it comes to when it comes to our own personal projects like this stuff and the oh, things yeah. that we'll be doing right after this episode is done. You know, like we're very serious about that, but at the same time, we love joking around. We love just screwing with each other and, and making jokes, and you know, saying saying inappropriate things just to bug each other and and to laugh at the world. Because if you don't have people that you can't laugh with and just not get judged for it, you know, then yeah. you got it. You got to look at your friend group and go, hmm, that person doesn't appreciate me and my hilariousness and my amazing sense of my humor. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> these people need to more me. They need to be. More humble like me, because I'm amazing. Oh yeah, I am. No, but but we are. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah, awesome. we we should probably wrap this one up. This one's uh, this one's definitely been our longest episode. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I think you know we want to make sure that we did like a nice long one uh, for you guys, just because mm-hmm. yeah, this is like a it's. I mean, yeah, it's a very intimate kind of cool episode for you. And it was definitely great for us, too, just to, you know, kind of yeah, like Brayson said, let you guys in a little bit. And so you get uh, maybe another perspective on why we do these things and, and where we come from and and know that, you know, that we're all in this together and that we're not too together. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not like two like guru expert people that have all the right answers because yeah. we're not therapists we're no. not people that claim to be therapists or anywhere no. close we we're are just... still figuring it out ourselves word and, and and 
what we've gone through currently. Like maybe we can shed some light on some stuff. Um, and, and we've said it before, but you know, you'll most likely shed some light for us too. And it's, it's sharing stuff, uh, between Bryson and I, between you guys and us. And it's, that's how we get through this thing is, uh, um, word, word. On this together. <laughs> <laughs> all I can think of was we're all in this together. That's, that's really good harmonies. I'm not even. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. Um, but yeah, so, anyways, guys, like I said, thank you very much for checking us out. I hope you guys enjoyed our 10th uh, episode. Yeah, um, the Magic 10. So, that's a big one for us. And uh, fun fact 10 was actually my go to number for soccer that I chose throughout my entire life. That was Ooh. like my family's go to number that we would choose for all of our soccer jerseys and stuff. So, nice. It's, um, always, it's always been a big number. Well, me. and it's wild. 10 is actually the amount of cheeseburgers that I order on a daily basis. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> through, through skip the dishes or? I'm totally kidding. Uh. I just. I don't like liars. I know. I'm sorry. I just wanted to be part of the 10 story, too. <laughs> you had a really nice story, and I came up with garbage. <laughs> oh, it's all good already. Uh, anyways, guys, thank you very much for checking us out. My name is Bryson Johnson. I'm Taylor Dimitrioff. And you're listening to the Betterment Podcast. We'll talk to you guys later. Love you guys. Bye.